get it, you know I be on the way. What's up? Welcome to another exciting adventure of Ride the Rebellion Podcast. I am Drew Hall, and with me today, I sounded kind of surprised. We're here, Michael Buffery. Michael, I don't know who that is. What? I don't watch sports ball. It's the dude that does all the ringside things. Oh, I I only know the dapper. I only know wrestling guys. Michael Buffer's never done wrestling. I don't think so. He should. Is that the Let's Get Ready to Rumble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, got it. Oh, Justina. Justina. Oh, oh my love. God. Love. Everybody's brought, ears. You bring one person with a nose ring and you just ruined it. Look at her. Uncomfortable and Oh, man. So we got to do I it again. Yet? We're 937 episodes into this I podcast. I can't tell. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Your one cheek is redder than your other cheek. Is it just because you can see it better? <laughs> it's the embarrassment. We're a thousand episodes in. We've never made a mistake, Justina. You're one in. Oh, and all of a sudden, we yeah, man, this is a, this is a quality start. This is like a <laughs> top five, top five start. Welcome to another exciting episode of Rock Rebellion Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Hall, not Michael Chickless. What'd you say his name was? Michael Buffer, <laughs> not Michael Buffler. <laughs> Buffler. He's got. <laughs> and with me today is the man that puts the voice in Michael Buffer. <laughs> Point of Dale Boyd voice management. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here, but straight down. I have no clue. I don't know. It's uh we need to get Michael Buffer on because I think he would change things in here. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Like, sir, hello, sir, Michael B- Michael Buble, would you please speaking of Buble, we would like to thank our newest sponsor, Bubbly. <laughs> that is not true. That'd be awesome. We do have some bubbly. We do have a an unofficial Barley wine, I mean barley wine. I wish uh, unofficial barley pop sponsor. Our our barley pop sponsor is brought to you by Dirt Coaster Academy. For all, Dirt Coaster had this made by Gnarly Barley. It's, it's really for them. Beer. Yeah, it's called Gear Me. Um, they got their Dirt Coaster logo on there. It's yeah. it's really good beer. So if you're over in Louisiana area, or take, take yourself up, yeah, or take a class. Maybe you could grab some there. Uh, it's actually pretty good. It's a pretty good lager. I was, it is I was really impressed. good. Yeah. Um, it is a... Uh, it's a good post-ride beer for sure. 100%. Yeah, it's great yeah. to have in the parking lot with your bros or girls. Or hoes. <laughs> Let me cut over to you. There we go. Oh, man. So, uh, Justina uh, is joining us on the podcast for no other reason than because she was in the room. Welcome to the show. What Thank do you, you. What can you tell us about mountain biking? Uh, it doesn't have kickstands. Ah. <laughs> we'll go back learned, to her in a minute Jedi. for more questions. Uh, I can't play. We can't play the games with her with our sponsors, so we'll just go over those and see if we can play a little game. Me and Dale like to call "Segway Off." Oh man! Yeah, I feel like what Paul kind of a Blart- podcast do you guys have going on here? We do a lot of strange things. Yeah. Speaking of strange things, if you've never tried Lucky Shot Coffee out of a sock, you're missing out on one of the. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You were going good. I was, with the... I was desperate for to try and get ahead in the game, but I would you shout out Lucky well. Shot Coffee. You know, sadly, I have not had Lucky Shot in about a month, and that's not because of any other reason than I am lazy. Maybe I need to drink more caffeine in order to position myself in a better way of getting Lucky Shot. But you can also head over to LuckyShotCoffee.com and order some. And literally, the owner of the company, Shannon, who's is the wife of John, who's been on the show, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. She bags that coffee herself. Maybe even John bags it. And if John bags it, you may get some other little bags inside the bag. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> happy <kidding>. bags. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's totally There's a no joke. happy bags. The, the, dogs col- can't the coffee, smell coffee, so you're fine. <laughs> the co- the coffee's from Colombia. The contents <laughs> might not be. <laughs> may or may 100% not. One hundred percent Colombian coffee. Maybe drugs from beginning to end. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you have a chance, head over to LuckyShotCoffee.com and uh, give it a shot. Uh, it is quite delicious coffee, and it's one of the things that I really enjoy uh, about our sponsors is that we stand behind them. Like the stuff yeah. we actually talk about is something that matters. Now, in fairness, the only one that we can't really talk about is is Kevin War, Kevin War, Ke- Kevin Black from Man of War Tattoo, because I would argue that Dale's tattoo. Is the best. <laughs> it's not and, necessarily per, uh, a great reproduction of his work. No, it's, it's not good a, work. No, it's amazing work. It's just not a great reflection of his talent. Yeah, his talent. Uh, Morgan was like the Sasquatch this time. No, his talent was good. His talent was yeah. great, um, but it's stick figures. It so. is a stick figure, and so <laughs> it is. It is not necessarily. But if you go look at like Kevin's sleeves, yeah. if you go look at like all the work he's done, if you he, go follow my them wife. on. Yeah, he did yeah, good work for my a, wife. Uh, a butterfly. butterfly. Yeah. And if you go over to, uh, oh, is it, they changed it. He changed his name on Instagram. Oh, he's, he got tired of all the this, this shit we sent yeah, him. Yeah, probably. He didn't want any more. I don't even know where to find him anymore. He changed it. It wasn't, it changed. You want me to look? It's probably manofwartattoo.com. Yeah, just go to manofwartattoo.com. If you go to you can find it there. Yeah. If you want to find his personal page, first of all, you're creepy. Second of all, he's probably out there too. Yeah. I just noticed the uh, peaking is on, so you have red eyes. Ooh, bring it to... How do I turn that off? Let's see. Menu. I don't know you. I got to turn it off. Like, it's weird looking. You would be very mad at me. Oh, this is just off. Is that gone? No, it's still there. Maybe I I just have red eyes. I got some of that Lucky Shot coffee. (laughs) It's it's very... Oh, HDMI. Focus assist. Yeah, no. Sorry, guys. We uh, Dale Boyd Sports Management had like demon eyes. That's fine. I'm like the what was that Zoltan from Big? Yeah, Zolt Zoltan Zolt Zoltan Zoltan. There you go. Yeah, something uh, like that. No, because that's I'm thinking of uh, Zatarans or I'm thinking of <laughs> Zol uh, Zartan, and that's GI Joe. Remember okay, that guy with the face. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Speaking of GI Joe. I don't have one. I don't even know. Can well, you, I mean, if you're oh. training to go to be a GI Joe, you should probably stop off at Run and Try and get yourself some new running shoes so that you can capture the enemy. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> the enemy is fatness. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, laziness. You can conquer the enemy and it is laziness. That is good. You could get some goose while you're there. Maybe fill up your pockets for the long extended journeys through the jungles. <laughs> get the right kind of goose. I don't know that we're fighting too many jungle wars these days. But. I don't think. I, I think we're mostly not. not. No. Again, well, not. if you have a chance, today is D Day, and yeah. when we think about D Day, I think about Dirt Coast. That is awful. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh my god. That is, now it's almost a joke. You know. That's terrible. I should have said, "Are you ready to bomb? <laughs> Are you ready to bomb the slopes of the French Alps? Then think no further than Dirt Coast Academy." <laughs> I mean, that, that's as offensive as we could possibly make a brand. Seriously, we are thankful for our veterans that did everything yeah, for us. A, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no. I'm my grandfather, yeah. D-Day plus four. But yeah, I, like, not a joke. It is D-Day. We're recording this. That doesn't necessarily matter. 
No. Um, that dates the show. But in actuality, what does matter is, as Dale mentioned, the beer is very good. But Dirt Coaster Academy, as I've said before, it benefited me. But more importantly, let's ask that person. How'd it go? Justine it was a lot of Dirt fun. Co- yeah? Yeah. Uh, he taught me how to sit on it in a proper position. Uh, blah. <laughs> uh what? <laughs> if, anybody, if anybody follows this show, you know that we all raised our hands. And if you, if you even oh, understand what goodness. that means... Then um, uh, now would be a proper time to explain who you're married to. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm married to a woman. Thank you very much. That's right. Uh, no, but what was your so so you uh, let's let's do let's take this time to say this. Have you ridden a bike before? And when was the last time you rode a bike? Not counting the time you borrowed Dale's wife's bike. Am I right? Oh, right okay, are we talking right about like any bike in life or a mountain bike? No, I think any bike in life. So I've ridden a bike. Like when I was a kid, I had a bike. Uh, now, as an adult, I have not ridden a bike in a, probably about 15 years because I have not had one. So I just never did. So then when you took the dirt coaster class, that was the first time you had been on a bike or it doesn't matter, but a bike in general in 15 years? No, because you and I rode one time. So that was that's Dale's not, that's, bike. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Dale's wife's bike in on the same trails at South that we were next to. And yeah. then that was the, so, so the second 15. Yeah. So what was your takeaway? I got to mute some stuff. What was your takeaway on, on riding it, riding now, having gone through a class, you did your first group ride. What is your takeaway? Like on what you learned and all that kind of stuff? Uh, I stand more than other people and working out means nothing because I was incredibly out of breath. Yeah, it's, I think people often miss the idea, like, it's not even just, I mean, that was a trail ride, but even then, mm-hmm. if you're not riding regularly, I think people miss, when you first get into it, you miss the idea of, like, it could be kind of brutal. I think that the more time you spend on a bike, you learn how to be more efficient, right? So, what you're saying when you stand more than everyone else, you'll learn that setting down and having the bike do what it wants to while you're just pedaling instead of standing up and using all of your body to try to climb or, you know, and that comes with shifting. It comes with experience of riding, but it's like efficiency. And then you get to like, Oh, I need more efficiency. And then you get clipless pedals. And then it's like, Oh, I need more efficiency. And you're like, damn, I got to start working out more or I need more cardio. So there's, that's the, the progression side of it will be like that should be. I do. Go ahead. Okay. I was like, I do think the next part that I don't know, what all classes they teach further from there but shifting would have been a good thing to discuss as well because i didn't like i don't know the benefits of shifting up or down whether i'm going up or down like i have to figure it out that's going to be the next thing i focus on because i did not really shift in my trail ride i stayed like in the same place yeah, she was like a single gear ride yeah shifting time. is all on feel there's no i mean you can't I can't tell you how you feel, right? You're going to shift when your legs feel tired, you shift. Like now we don't think, I don't think about shifting. It just I only happens. think about it when my shit goes click, 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 yeah, click, right, click, yeah. it's not jumping over. Yeah, but like my finger is attached to my legs basically in a weird way. So like whenever my legs feel it, I shift. But at some point you had to think about it. I don't know. I don't remember thinking about it. I think it was just always like my legs hurt, I got to shift and make this easier. You're going to go to like what's easier. I think that that's what you have to get used to. Like right now, you're probably so focused on staying on the trail and yeah. not falling off. But in fairness, you came from a derby background. And roller derby, there is only one speed. Right. You're single gear. So ba- right. basically, she's been trained to ride fixie. 
like mm-hmm. her entire life, right? Because with no brakes, hardly with no brakes, right? Now she, I've seen her. She does this weird skid thing. For uh, no, it's a roller derby. There's multiple ways to to break actually if you're roller skating. Um, much of it is smashing into another person's face. And there are different ways to. So I, I would almost argue that because there's different ways to take off when you start skating, uh, which could be considered speed. So you would obviously do it um, smart for what you're trying to accomplish which I feel like is very similar to mountain biking. There's a lot of similarities between the two, both in how I sit on the bike and how I move my body to take corners. It's it's because your core muscles are engaged all the whole time. Mm -hmm. And that concludes our roller derby podcast. Thank you. It's the only one ever recorded. Hey, this is Drew with <laughs> Derby Dudes. Have you ever? <laughs> oh God, is that a thing? Are you? Yeah, it is now. Are, they're the bronies of Derby. Oh God, Derby Dudes, Derby Drudes. You didn't just Drudes. make that up. That's a thing. A brony? No, 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 no. I know what that the is. The Derby Dudes. The Derby Dudes. Yeah, I just made it up. Okay, good. Because I was really proud. Well, of you, and if then you I Google it, it, it could be like little short dudes that are jockeys. Oh, that's true. But it could also be like some other like weird Kentucky Derby just, dudes, you know, position. Yeah, I'm not. I was trying to be. If it's yeah, uh, yeah. roller derby related, is it just the husbands of the wives that are really powerful and or dangerous? They, or weird or dudes? dudes. <laughs> yeah, because some of the, some of the, it does seem you just you just basically said that derby people are all heterosexual in nature, and I don't think that's a fair statement. <laughs> My wife and I, I zoom in on right now. Zoom and enhance. <laughs> My wife and I were the only two people at the time that I was on the team that were. Well, aren't I a bigot? <laughs> I was going to say lesbian. You stereotyped all derby chicks. You did. I mean, when I go in and they're chicks. all bigger than me. <laughs> Whatever. Well, we have fallen off the rails. Luckily, nobody from Derby listened to this show. <laughs> uh, they will once I share it. They're not going to um, listen to it. They don't, listen. We you love don't know you all. Life. We're scared. You guys are on two wheels, four wheels, whatever. How many wheels? Eight altogether. Yeah, well, I'm scared to death of it. <laughs> well, we have that divided by two minus four. I don't know what any of that means. Is that Aaron Friesmeyer calling? No, my my wife is must have seen our live. She's like, oh, holy shit, Batman. Oh, well, that's kind of nice. <laughs> um, we really have one. no agenda for today's show uh, other than um, I got a couple of things I want to get off my chest, but I'll yeah, keep that for later. We're, we're, we'll tee them up here in a second. It'll be <laughs> I, fun. Um, I had a couple of questions. The The biggest one is, are you planning? You don't know enough about it. In fact, one day I'll have to look and see when the schedule is. One day we may watch a UCI race here because there's, there's sometimes that the races show up. But my thing was, which is downhill. Okay. The cross country is fun too, but the downhill stuff is, cross is exciting because it's like, oh man, even the women's like, this is it. They get the women's is they get one race. They get, uh, turns out though, he was right. He had a lot of women, uh, inside <laughs> baseball folks. They, they, um, they get one shot downhill and they're going fast as F boy. Like, I mean, it's crazy fast and they are, I mean, they outride everybody in the world. But a lot of times in the women's category, the challenge is like, there's really like three or four. And then the rest of the women, like the differences are insane, like the time difference. So you'll have like, you'll have like the bottom 20. It's not even 20, is it? 15? Yeah, maybe. Whatever they come out to. So the bottom 15, the time gap is like two minutes, seven minutes, nine minutes, 12 minutes. And then like the tops, the elite get in. And seriously, the spread between the last person is like 20 minutes. Like they, it's not that big, but I mean, it's insane. It's, the amount of time. Difference. It is crazy though. Like 
from the top 10 guys, there's this pretty big gap too. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially if you get to watch more now. Yeah. I think the, the top 10 I bring, dudes are fast, fast. Oh, that's insane. So fast. Um, the reason I bring all this up is to say, are you, I, I was talking to uh, Bruce today, shout out to Bruce, but I was talking to Bruce today and we were talking about, um, getting the content. He has GCN. Mm-hmm. The other place you can watch it is on discovery. GCN cost X amount of dollars. It's in my Facebook feed. I'm getting blown up with ads for that shit. It's in mine now that you said it. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> my that. Phone's around. And then the other one is Discovery Plus, but there's not much on Dis- I don't care about like all those dumb reality shows. They're not real yeah. anyway. So are you thinking about purchasing or would you consider? Listen, don't avoid <laughs> hack management in here. Uh, well, I mean, I would consider it because I enjoy watching it and maybe because this is the first iteration of how Discovery is going to handle it. I yeah. want to see how it goes. Um, or GCN, uh, but before we had it on Red Bull TV, for those of you that don't know, and Red Bull had great coverage. Uh, the to biggest me. one being Rob Warner for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Rob was the best. His energy, his his ability to call is like watching a Super Bowl with a certain, like who you want to be calling the yeah. Super Bowl. You know, like that's every race, every Saturday is the same way. And it's like, you know, there's sporting events that you watch that you hear a voice you could be in the other room and you know it's a big game oh, because God of who's doing John Madden, for example. Yeah, John yeah. Madden or anybody. Yeah. You know it's a big game because of whoever's voice you hear. Belcher. What's his name? What? It was Dave definitely, Belcher? It was definitely Belcher. I don't oh. remember much, but it was definitely Belcher. <laughs> I don't think the so. The Ray to Rumble guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike Felt- Fel- Felcher? Michael Buffer? <laughs> I can't believe you can't remember that name. <laughs> yeah. So, but it, that is the thing with Rob Warner is now we're, he's tied to the sport of downhill. Yeah. Um, so... It's going to be interesting to see how they change it. And he called stuff. Uh, it's funny to me because he called stuff like straight up hair pursuit. Like what he called for the men when it was exciting for them. Mm-hmm. He gave the same energy for the for the, the women riders when he did those a few times that yeah. I heard him do it. And then if I even have gone back and watched older stuff, especially with like uh, Greg Menard and stuff. And you go back listening to that. Uh, Rob's energy was the same then. And that was 10 years ago or whatever it was. And and it just keeps going to have somebody that exciting. Yeah, I I feel like it's going to be missed. Now, I spoke to somebody that's been watching some of the early races, and they were like, "It's garbage. Oh, they just God. don't like it." So well, it bums me out a bit. I mean, that's the thing with Rob is like he is a fan of the sport. Yeah, and he has the ability to call it in real time. Yeah, you and I are the fans of the sport, but we'd be like, "Oh my God, look at that rock!" Yeah. And then we're like, by the time we get that out, he's five minutes down the trail. <laughs> Wait. I want to just have us call them out. Like, let's record them and then you get Ride the Rebellion. We should do that. Post-review version. And it's just like, oh, my God, look at that rock. <laughs> we can't. Oh, look at him go. So if you, guys need, uh, if you need I, help with that, I learned in my class that you're not looking ahead. You guys are just looking at the tire in front Listen, of you. Smart no. ass. We, I'm looking. I'm looking ahead at that rock <laughs> that's going to eat my face when I when A I lot of times, him. like. My ego is so big that I'm going trying to go so fast that I don't have time to look down. I'm looking like three trees ahead, for real, because <laughs> I'm going fast, fast. I'm talking about if you called it out. Oh, if I called it, I'd be like, oh, I can do that. Definitely. That ain't nothing. That Why didn't he double that? That is definitely a deal. I could do it. That backflip's like the turndown of Red Bull <laughs> Rampage. Shout out to so the Todd. Stupid. <laughs> that is fun. Uh, that's a classic <laughs> quote. Uh, yeah, so our, I don't know if... I don't know if I'll buy it. Part of me is like, man, I think I, I, I just, How about I you really don't enjoy it? the Saturday mornings. Let's just find somebody that has it. Yeah, but, but that's 6 a.m. I'm going to be rolling up in your house at 6 a.m. That's fine. I'll be drunk already. It's Sunday mornings. Mm, is it Sunday? I don't know. I run at Holla and go drink. You're right. It is Sunday morning. Usually. Yeah, you're right. But nonetheless, we can Why at least. I got dirt church. Like, yeah. We can check it out and see if it's worth buying. Yeah. Yeah, fair point. 
I know a person that can get it. Okay, I'll cut off of you, then you can win, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's. I just wanted to see if... It, I don't know what the community's take on it is. If you're looking at it, what are you guys' thoughts? We'd love to hear it in the yeah. comments. You can always hit us up on Ride the Rebellion on all the social channels and all that good stuff. Um, you can just flop over there and give us your thoughts. You don't really have a thought because you have no idea what we're talking about. You showed me clips of it last year. The guy is retiring, correct? Oh, yeah. I showed you, Greg. Yeah. I sure did. Um because yeah, he's like the goat. Like he's considered the greatest. And then I don't know. Aaron Gwynn's pretty good. We'll I was gonna see. say Aaron Gwynn's good. I kind of wanted to figure out. I, I thought about this earlier. I kind of wanted to see if we could figure out a way to make like a fantasy. Because if you did a fantasy draft, because there's technically a way to 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 run it, and so you'd get three riders, and then and then yeah. I'm part of the degenerate fantasy gambler world. I'm betting there is one. Like they gamble on everything. So I bet you there is a fantasy. It could be fun though. But if I've played fantasy bass fishing. Before, I swear to God. <laughs> How does that even work? You have to get fishermen, and they have to catch fish, and you can win. Like, I'm telling you, they have it for everything. <laughs> Dale Boyd, bass management? Yes, bass master's management. <laughs> Where we have What's all your, your degree in? I got a master's in bass. <laughs> Just the baiting part. Just... Oh, God. Uh, oh, sh- there's a lady in the room. She doesn't care. I mean, she's in here when 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 she's not on camera. That's true. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. All right. So um, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to see if you if you have thoughts or comments, just jump over there. What do you uh, what you got going on? Um, we had a good a conversation with the Sorba leader last week. Yeah. If you guys haven't heard that, the Philip Darden interview is pretty good. It's pretty legit, and it touches all of you in the communities somewhere, right? Like every one of you yeah, that listen to this. Is good. It's good. Yeah. Every one of you that listen to this live in a mountain bike community. Or you should, or you should be cultivating your mountain bike community somehow, some way. And if you're not cultivating it, you're bitching about it. <laughs> and if you're bitching yeah. about it, it's because you're not cultivating it, right? Like, yeah, we're learning that we have put ourselves out on the line, out on the edge, like front, like in the front forefront of everyone. Um, other people have too. The soft member definitely put his neck out on the line to try to grow things. Um, but there's a group of people. And I don't know if you could even like pinpoint these people, but they just are waiting for us to F up or waiting for us to fail. Right. And it's like, but why? Right. Like, do you not ride your bike on trails? Yes, you do. Okay. Why do you get excited about our failures or people's complaints? Like, just go fix it. Yeah. Or help us figure out. We're not perfect. We're volunteering. We're trying to learn this together. I can't reveal where this came from, but I I had a conversation and, and, uh, with a couple of different people, but one of them was like, the what they told me was the numbers that they had and they were a fairly decent sized group mm-hmm. much like samba is we're yeah. a pretty decent sized number yeah well, 200 decent people size, yeah and and their trail day number was not great either mm-hmm. like they they had a trail day and and their numbers was was less than how many percentile would that be 10% would be uh it was probably 3 to three, 5% it was probably 3% 3% he was on the call three, 3% Three, that is ridiculous. 3% shows I guarantee up? they have 60% on their private Facebook group of bitching about the trail situation. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's exactly the case. And it, it is an issue that I think is important is that, like, it's not um, – it's one thing to say, like, hey, I'm dissatisfied with certain things. I get mm-hmm. that. I, yeah. I, you we did it. We started that. our trail because we were dissatisfied. I mean, it was kind of weird. Like, I didn't <laughs> want to bring it up in front of – like, I mean, we – I got – because Philip has listened, we shat-talked the, the – 
Oh, we talked a lot of trash. So, you know, young Justina, here's the issue that some of us have with the Imba situation. Imba is the the parent body. Okay. Do you have that in uh, roller derby? You have like a Uh, WFTDA. I'm sorry. Uh, Women's Flat Track Derby Association. WFTDA. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like TDA. But yes. Yes, we do. So. In, our, in this situation, you have the parent group, and then you have a subchapter like what yours mm-hmm. is, but then there's a regional and all that stuff. The issue that we run into is where we a lot of us get frustrated is our money goes to the subchapter or goes to our local chapter. Some of that then gets carved out to our regional chapter, and then of that, it gets carved out to the parent chapter. Well, the parent chapter is taking the most, and it drips mm-hmm. back now. We literally called that out on the show multiple times. That's half the frustration of mm-hmm. us jumping ship to go that direction, and that's because we wanted to build stuff on our own. We didn't want to just sit around and like, you haven't been to the rib, but we wanted to build trails that were different than what South has to offer. Mm -hmm. Because while South is challenging to you right now, for a lot of us, it's not the jumps and the whoops that we're trying to get. It's just that it's the same thing. It's like it's the same track over and over and over and over and over and over. We just wanted something different. And I think we all wanted to build. We wanted to learn to build. And I can't learn to build on public property. That is dangerous as it possibly could be. So for us, it was like, hey, if we screw up over here, then all that happens is Mm -hmm. Drew still has a giant whelp on his leg. It won't go away. But I think it's like what had happened from it was what What had happened happened was was, um, we tried to build a trail system. But in turn, we built more community because all the guys that hang out there and gals are closer and friends. Yeah. And so like now we can take that community that we built with that. And go be like, hey, we're going to go meet over at South and do a bunch of work. And everybody's yeah, going to do it. But it goes it. back to the same thing of like, if you're just going to, like I've said this before on the show, that our local chapter, and maybe there's other local chapters out there that feel this way. Ironically, ours gives us an acronym that is not pleasant. I know mm-hmm. it doesn't make people happy, uh, the soft member happy, but like something another member bitches about, which is Samba. Yeah. Like that's the name of our group. Because a lot of times that's what the Facebook became is this series. If you're bitching about it and doing nothing, mm-hmm. like you're worthless. You're right. not a member of the community it's just at that toxic, point. toxic, right? Right? You're just being toxic. You are literally Kid Rock with some Bud Lights. <laughs> that was too easy. It's right there. <laughs> that was too easy. And I don't and we're not calling any one person out. This is no, a no, no. this is a general statement like if you I mean we to, there's like yeah. we don't put out we're not I I post as much as I can. The transparency is as transparent as you want it. I know that everybody thinks we hold back information like Samba. I say we as in Samba. We are giving you all the information we have. There's nothing we are holding back from because people are like, well, I know they're building trails at Chicks Boat. No, they're not. Okay. Right. Like the county is doing. We Alan, That is like such a fantasy. I know it is. Yeah. It's like the, the soft member has advised the county and the leadership of the county for a year and a half now. And they he, they have taken all of his advisement and gone a different direction. Right. And they've done what they're going to do. And if you live in Mobile County, you know this isn't shouldn't be a surprise to you. Yeah. And so it's like we only have to be happy with what we have. We are just trail users, not landowners. So you can't expect us to be like, well, and now, you know, people – I see people that are like, well, Samba dropped the ball. Samba did it. No, Samba didn't. We are not the landowners. We did what we could. We presented them with the information from other cities and things like that. And it's like – we can't do everything. So it's the, I just get frustrated because we took over Samba in a very like downtime. Like no one, no one, it was all negative, very negative. The whole opinion of it. Um, Alan pressed and stepped on some toes and did some things that I had to <laughs> pick things up from. And it's cool, but all in the name of progress. Right. Right. And I get so tired of hearing like, or people watching, trying to wait for us to fail. And I get so tired of people like, well, it used to be like this, or the old people did it like this, or it was so great. Like, if it was so great, why'd we have 40 members? We have right. 200 now. 
Right. It wasn't that great. Like the trails are Chicksabug was cool in the nineties, but it was that was the nineties. It hasn't right. progressed since the nineties. Guess what? We have phones now. We have different bikes now. We can even drive our cars to the trails now. Right. And so it's like you have to be willing to progress and we are all nostalgic, right? No one likes change. Everybody I'm not I have no problem with the Except trail builders. I, I don't like to ride the same thing. No, you ever. I yeah, yeah. But I have no problem with like recognizing the people that were here before us. But oh, I sure. also I have no problem with like saying they did it. They laid the groundwork. But I also don't want to sit here and like patronize them so much that we can't move on forward. Right. Right? Like we have to be willing as a community and as a culture to say thank you for what you did for us. But guess what? We're going to take the torch now. You're going to have to step aside because your style and methods, like your Ragnarok thing, right? Yep. It's going to happen where your style, methods, and strategy aren't working. We've got to go a different direction. It's going to hurt some feelings. It's just the way the way it is. Yep. But you have to be willing to let people do that. Take let them take the torch. So that's a big takeaway there. By the way, also last thing, uh, if somebody wants the torch for me, I'm cool. (laughs) Come get the. Yeah, but that was like a big takeaway from Philip was having this conversation about, uh, and I I can relate this back to Justina in a second. Is is that stepping away or you know the 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 regime change that happened even in the Sorba side is Mm -hmm. a shift towards a different direction. That's right. And I think it's important that not not any leader be in the same spot for too long because mm-hmm. there's a couple things that happen. Some of it is like apathy kicks in. And once you start to get apathetic and you just don't give a fuck anymore, <laughs> like it's real tough to see change happen. So mm-hmm. I think even talking to like uh, chase who constantly is the opposite of apathetic, he yeah. is just the most motivated, but even he recognizes that at some point it's going to shift. Mm-hmm. It's the same way. At like I, it's why I talk about Ragnarok at some point it ends. I know for a fact you, on an unfortunate, I don't care if we're, you don't want to talk about it. We're going to talk about it anyway. Okay. I'm a boss. I'm going to make you. Um, <laughs> but you were in a position of being the president of your organization and had to step away eventually. From roller derby. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was the president through COVID. I got in right before COVID happened. And it, it was like three, almost four years. And you do hit a point where you get so burned out. And then you'll come in with these ideas, you'll have these things to implement, and you get all that pushback from all the people who are negative that tell you something won't work because they tried it, or that's not how that needs to be. And while that is the case, things do change. For example, the world changed, like we went through COVID. Things are different now. So the, the approaches that may not have worked two years ago might be exactly what we need now. But unless you get that support, it's just, it's so hard to do it, and you just get that pushback, but nobody wants to help. And so I just hit that point where I was like, I need to, it wasn't fun anymore. I didn't enjoy it. Well, and I think the the people change, right? Like I've talked to people that when I first started mountain biking in in this community that haven't been biking that much, but they want to get back into it or or vice versa, whatever, that are like, I don't even know anybody anymore. I'm like, no, because it's all different people. Because at different times, people, uh, biking is a, we are a very, very small minority. And I say this a lot to our friends, like, we can't expect everyone to have the same passion we do, right? Like we are passionate. This is our lifestyle. Yep. And now like it's what we do daily. We think about biking or we think about shirts with bikes or like whatever it is. And so there's a lot of people that only have time to go bike one day a week. I don't expect them to go do trail work on their one day. I don't expect it. Right. But I also don't expect them to be like, why is this not done? Right. You know, like 
Well, we don't have time either, you know? Yeah, I mean, so, it's a, I think it's a balancing act, which is, which is like all of it. Like I'm an owner of a business. She's an employee in the business. You're a mm-hmm. freelancer for me. I don't expect either of you to put in the same amount of time as me. You're never going to be able to touch it the right. same level as me simply because I'm going to sit here yeah. and yeah, I'm going to stay as busy as humanly possible because my brain won't let me just sit static. Right. So like I'll jump from one idea to the next. They talk about, I come in hot all the time where I'm just like raging mad about something this morning. Um, and I come in and I send an email and then I follow it up because my brain is constantly thinking about how this works. And I have responsibilities beyond. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes leadership gets to that same spot. Like in any organization where you know what the future is, you can see it, mm-hmm. but the frustration kicks in when the rest of the people aren't on that same level of it because to them that's too far away or they haven't considered it. Right. And so we get into that same cycle of just running in circles about, well, um, we also have that thing where like, if you say something and don't do it, like that's bad. If you say something, you're afraid. A lot of people are afraid to say anything because they, they think it obligates them to doing something. Right. Right? Right. So it's like, I'm asking as somebody that wants to do things to bring your information to me. What do you want done? Not like trail wise, but like, yeah. what do you think would make your bicycling better? Yeah. Like, I don't have all the ideas or the answers, but I also don't want to be criticized behind my back for not doing something I didn't even know. Like it's all the problems, none of the solutions. Right. That's hard. Yeah, it is. It's like if you got all the answers and you're sitting on your Facebook telling everybody all the answers that Samba's not doing. I'd love to hear them. I've put but, it out but multiple in fairness, times. That, I think that everyone, everything, spe- does. specifically talking to Philip and then some other people I've been chatting, every organization runs in that same game, which right. is like the, the, the sort of autonomy of the internet lets people say whatever the hell they want, however they want. Whenever Speaking they of, want. we have our own platform, by the I way. I mean, we're literally doing it right now. <laughs> did, did you know we had a podcast? Yeah, we have a <laughs> podcast. Uh, so I, I don't know what the answer is. One of the things that I thought was interesting is within any of these organizations, the goal is check the segue. The goal is to bring more people in because Absolutely. if you do bring more people in, it does. It's kind of like, um, it's, it's, it's almost like in some cases it's a transfusion, mm-hmm. which is what originally happened. Yeah, in sure. other cases, it's just adding blood to it. Maybe the bloodline was low. Maybe like the energy was low. So new people bring new energy to mm-hmm. it. The I think that- you did that when you came into the scene, like I was starting to get like kind of burnt to the point where it was like, dude, I've been pressing this gas pedal yeah. for a long time and I didn't have like I had friends that rode with me a lot and friends that wanted to do things, but didn't have that same energy or drive that I did. That what like hey we're not just gonna talk about something we're gonna do it yeah like let's just not sit around in our trucks and be like hey this would be cool to do like no you maybe help me like maybe I lean on you to say like damn I can do this but I, I came in hot yeah you came in hot he, yeah. he came only in hot. comes in hot that's right yeah. he came, came in with I just came and straight he he like brought my kryptonite a camera like what do you think <laughs> hell yeah I'm gonna do whatever you want yeah. from that thing yeah. Uh, the reason I say that is because what I thought would be, I, I just have a, a couple He's, of questions just, because sorry, we can't get this from somebody. We've, we've only had two women on the podcast. That's right. 12% of our audience. And by the way, Canada, thank you for listening. You're 1% of our audience. We are very grateful. Oh, Canada. I don't know how to sing your theme song. Hail I mean, Canada. Hail is Canada. that a thing? I don't, I don't think I don't it's think, hail. I, don't I think, think it's Oh Canada. Oh. Is it Oh Canada, my Canada? You lived closer to Canada than us. Yeah. I don't know. You're more Canadian. The sad part is you're closer to mount, real mountain biking than we'll ever be, genetically speaking. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. And eventually, question, I will though, be better than Dale. Since you're the only other so far identified as a female on the show, I do have questions. Yeah. 
you went to an, a, a, a class, and this is not a knock on Toby and company. It's the mm-hmm. reality of our situation. Philip said the same. You went to a class that was mostly dudes. And it was the only other female for the first class was a child. And she, dare I say, did better than me. But well, it's okay. J- don't ever let that book, because like the kids. Oh, it doesn't naturally. bother me. They don't I'm just saying, I hope she continues, because yeah. she did really well. She hit the big, big jumps. Yeah, she, she was hitting back. some big jumps. So when you got there, though, like... Obviously, you evaluate a child different, but then you're there with a bunch of dudes. Oh, do you so, want to hear about my interpretation when I showed up? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's even better because it okay. was. I always wondered when because you I have, said I'm going to set this up. I want to hear it, but there's a reason and, for and it. To even set it up further, she didn't know anyone. No. Right. So I knew nobody. Even uh, better. Oh, that's even worse. There was <laughs> yeah. nobody. I was pulling up. There was nobody there I knew. Because right. We were neither. Not there. Of, we were yeah. Neither the of you were right. there, and I I didn't recognize anybody. I've never met Toby. I don't know any of these people. Uh, so I get out. It's the first time I put my bike in my car by myself. So I was like, all right, just get your bike out without dropping it. Like simple things that you guys probably just do out of mechanics. I'm like, don't embarrass yourself. But we've all been are on our first group of it. So I'm not in a freaking class. (laughs) No, we should have been at a class. Yeah, probably did all that. Uh, Almost brought my roller derby helmet. I probably should wear it because it's probably more protective, but we have a biking helmet, just like a regular one. So I was like, I'll take that instead. Quick aside, uh, for those that don't know what a biking helmet is, that would be a Schwinn Walmart special, which any of us... <laughs> see, he's laughing, look. He's judging me. He he judging. I know what he was doing. You should have just wore the roller derby. <laughs> but I would have been the only... Like, it's a rounded helmet because you have to be able to put, no lie, the thing that you put on it, it's called a panty. You would, So anyway... Of course it is. So I get everything ready, and then I, I hear as I'm standing by my car just awkwardly killing time there's a group on one side talking about dale in some context about like samba there's a group over on the other side talking about dale about a podcast okay i'm not kidding all i can hear is different groups of people talking about dale i was like okay all right this is what we're doing so then i got like over next to toby they were fixing my seat because it's not a dropper so they had to get it lowered and we end up getting back together and we're doing introductions and I get in at the, the end of it. And then he pointed at me. I was like, oh, is it my turn? I was like, well, my name is Justina. I've ridden that trail once. I've ridden this bike twice for less than five minutes. And I'm here to get better than Dale. <laughs> because I felt like the best way to make friends with dudes is to trash talk. So I'll take it. Yeah. I'm, and I'm it worked. <laughs> it worked. And she met Scotty. Scotty too hotty. Um, yeah. so, so here's my thing, though. So that's what you stepped in. But from uh, as somebody who uh, I know well enough because I share an office with you. We work together a good bit. Did you not find, do you like, you weren't anxious by that at all? I mean, was there not a spike of like, I mean, you're, you're the only female minus a child stepping into a group of dudes. Do you think that that is like, if that hadn't been a class and it was a group ride, if you were just there to ride with those guys, what, what is that going to be like for you? Just to ride. Um, so to put that question into context, I did go to that group, that group ride this last Thursday, if it was a ladies ride and there were guys and I was nervous about that. And I knew you and I kind of knew Carrie uh, cause I had met her before, but I didn't know anybody else that made me anxious and I knew people. So if we were talking about like I showed up and all those people were just riding and I was going to ride with them, I probably would have waited and gone by myself. Which is far more dangerous when you're a new rider. Probably. I will not do that because I don't think I'll ride by myself for a while until I get used to it just in case uh, something happens. But I would have been so intimidated. I probably would have 
weighted. I think that is the seriously the hardest part about for males or females mountain biking. But that's but that my point in bringing this up is that's the reality. It is the reality. Like that's the thing that like we talk about all this stuff. We have all these people saying these things. They have all these studies and all this other stuff. And at the end of the day, it still comes down to male or female, uh, boy or girl, whatever you identify as. It doesn't matter if you walk into a group that you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's strangers. That's so right. at the end of it, the issue is a community mm-hmm. says, "Oh, hi, welcome, friend," and they come over and they try and embrace one in at that same ride that Justina was at. There's a, a guy named, showed up named Drew. Mm-hmm. Nice guy. Um, he shows we had up. to cut his lock off yeah, of his, his bike. His buddy shows up. The bike key breaks inside the lock. Now, this is what I can say about our community. Despite, I, I do understand pictures. the intimidation. The Todd was there. The Todd, you, using PVC cutters, cut through a chain lock, which is Well, he insane. is the hog. I have a picture of like every person that was there for the ride, though, outside of just me and Carrie, because we were just standing to the side went over to help this person. So yeah. like there's a, a picture of just a bunch of riders trying that, to help this one so we person. Cut, we cut their lock That off. is also a new thing here, by the way. What's that? The community caring about people in the parking lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like that's what has to be. Right. So like if you show up and you're Justina and let's say she doesn't go ride without either one of us mm-hmm. and chances are she's not going to see the guys you met because most of the, maybe Scott, but the rest of them are Reb guys. They don't really go out there much. Yeah. So like you may or may not see them out there Chances are, unless you're like, I know Dale Boyd. They'll right? just start screaming Dale's name every time. Which I'm is kind of odd. Yeah. But like, you know, whatever. What, that was there was a there was one in there. In my hand I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I was just waiting to see if anybody else caught it. <laughs> so <laughs> if if that's the situation, then you got to consider that idea. Maybe it's an idea that that the community side of things. Maybe the focus should not be on one particular person, group, feeling. It should, or, or uh, an individual, it should be on a feeling. That's right. And that feeling should be making it comfortable and safe, which is what I do like about the new IMBA statement. Is mm-hmm. it is, or the Sorba statement, sorry, it is more about that. It was more about making sure that everyone has that opportunity. Even if there's DBs in the parking lot, it doesn't right. matter if no. those dudes are there. You don't have to girls. be their best friend forever, right? Yeah. Just make sure that they're comfortable that day. That's right. Whether it's they're getting there or they're leaving. Right. Like, hey, they might have just murdered the best ride they've ever had. And the first thing you want to tell somebody about is like another mountain biker. Like, dude, I just PR'd the whole thing. Right. You get in your car, you call your wife or your spouse. They're not going to care. Right. But the other people in the parking lot might. So like, I've always lived by that. Go introduce yourself. You don't have to offer them anything other than, hey, what's up? I ride bikes too. We have one common thing. Right. We ride bikes. That's the joy of it. And that's the kind of thing that I think is the takeaway is like we step into a lot of crazy situations and sets and locations. I mean, both of you do. But Justine and I, a lot of times when we go into these things, we don't know what we're stepping into. Right. We don't know what the client situation is going to really be. Sometimes we're third party to the client. And by the time we walk in. So the thing that I try and do with us is I try and make sure that the two of us have some kind of like we, we'll find something in common, at right. least to lie my way through it. But you got to look for that stuff. Well, and I think that we are, we're talking about our local community, but this is the whole entire Sorba region. If you are riding a bike, you can take all of these advice and go do it because like Eric won, Eric Hagen won our drawing and he's an avid listener and supporter, but he is a great ambassador for the sport of mountain biking. Like he just spits stoke. He just like creates it. When you're around him, you feel so good about yourself riding. It's incredible. Yeah. And he's, he's just there to make your day better. And like, that's all like some people are like, he's so loud. He's so, I was like, okay, who cares? Right. Like, did he make people smile today? All right. Well, I don't care what else he, if he annoys you, I don't care. Like 
it's one of those things if I, I go over and I say it a lot, which is like, I, I try and be extremely tolerant. Right. Right. Maybe not sometimes at work, but I try and be very, <laughs> very, and not with lactose. Hey, little dad jokes. Oh, man. Uh, but I try and be as tolerant as, as humanly possible simply because I don't know the, the situation that person's in. What I know is I often don't get a lot of time to ride my bike. And if I can get out there and ride my bike and somebody else is in that same spot, maybe that's the exercise. And we've talked about this with our children, right? I've talked about it with myself. I suffer from extreme amounts of depression. Mm -hmm. uh, in the past, if I hadn't gotten my diet under control, it was really dark. I would go to really bad places. But exercise plus changing my diet keeps my brain where it needs to be, mm -hmm. right? It's the same way with our kids. But if imagine you're encouraging... We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. We're encouraging someone to go out there and have, was it 60 minutes a day? Yeah, she was advised for 60 minutes for five days a week. All right, 60 Physical minutes, five activity. days a week of exercise. Outside. Yeah. Outside. That's a lot. Because they're talking about sunlight again. Because uh, the world's changing. They're coming back to saying your eyes need so much sunlight, especially children. It's like the vitamin D. You, yeah. you need it. It's vitamin D, but it's also like there's a, I forget what, it, oh, it has to do with screen time and stuff. Like mm -hmm. Apple just talked about on their stupid thing. Point being is if, if, She's going out there to play and she's constantly discouraged in play. She's not going to do it. And now you're greatly affecting the mental health the other way. So instead, just literally embrace the idea that everyone's there to ride. And who gives a crap? Right. Who cares? Like the one thing you have in common, even if you hate the brand they're on. Right. Who it cares? It still follows the basic rules of physics. So if nothing yeah. else, you could at least be like, do you believe in physics and gravity? I do. Great. And if they don't believe in it, it doesn't matter if the earth is flat around, they can believe whatever they want. Right. They can't deny gravity at some point. Well, right? the earth can be flat, but there's still trails. Vert's not real. That's what I tell myself when I'm climbing for five miles. <laughs> this is flat. It's really flat. It's flat. It's, flat. it's, it's flat. only flat. You're not at an angle. <laughs> I think it's with every sport or hobby, though. Anything that's mentally taxing or physically taxing, it's really hard to break into because... There's people you're intimidated. And well, it's, it's all not comes just back to the, that. the mental and the physical. I think the other part of it too is it has elements of danger to it. Oh, for sure. So the like we had a pretty big issue with that in roller derby as well, where we'd have new people come and if they weren't embraced well enough, they wouldn't come back. Because it's a terrifying and intimidating sport. Mm. Uh, so like with mountain biking, it's a little intimidating mm -hmm. when I showed up and like I know all these people know how to ride. Only because I know that they're talking about the Reb, so they know how to ride well enough to go there. And they, they know where it's at, and they know these things. So I, I've not ridden a bike in Who was it talking about it? Because we're going to have know. to kill them. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't being discussed. I think it was Sandbag. <laughs> Damn Scotty it, Sam. Hottie, uh, Gabe. Oh, my God, you guys. Uh, I'm joking. Everybody knows about it now. But it's, so it's, it's that same sort of mentality of, like, it's a little scary, and so if you're already like not feeling included and then it's something that you could potentially get hurt on, right. you end up trusting more of yourself and then you don't want to come back because you didn't feel like they would be there for you. Well, is this, this could be a question that we drew and I cannot answer. And I think that you've brought it up before drew is like women are more risk adverse than men. That's so like literally about to ask this question. Yeah. Like, as a do mom. you, do you feel like as a mom, your duty isn't to yourself, like us as dads, like oh, we, they got a mom, <laughs> like if we get hurt, but moms are moms historically have been more like oh, i gotta be careful i have a lot of things to take care of i don't think i am the best person to ask that question because i do things that are dangerous because i enjoy them right um my kids now have another mother that they could go to so you know i'm married to a woman fair. now uh, but honestly <laughs> to be quite honest when we were doing i did the class i did the jump class after that and i have an injury on my foot so it was starting to hurt i didn't do it 
the one thing I thought of is if I break my foot, what are we going to do at work? Yeah. That's that's literally well, yeah, where my that, brain went. It didn't go to my kids because I can break my foot and my kids will be fine. Well, I mean, like we're here. We don't have to. I think it uh, it just goes back to like women have to bear children, right? Like to keep the yeah. our our we're here as a species to like populate the earth, right? Like men are like, well, I don't have to carry a child physically. I can reproduce without being able to walk. Yeah. You know, so like. Maybe. Yeah, no, uh, it's fair. It's a fair <laughs> you know point. It's saying? a very male statement that it I is. agree with. To your point, right? Yeah, your yeah. point is double valid, sir. <laughs> yes, thank you. Your parking has been validated because <laughs> twice. I mean, unless you're Arnold Schwarzenegger or Danny DeVito. Yeah, remember that fair. movie? Oh yeah, you twins. can't get pregnant. Yeah, that was a good movie. It was interesting. I have not yeah. seen it. I bet you can't watch Merging it. Merging podcasts. It probably cannot go back. I think they're. I don't know. It might be. It might be canceled. Yeah. Cause it, I don't know. I could make it. I could make a statement in it to, to find a way to cancel it. That's my new <laughs> favorite game. Cause I have to do it at work. Is like, how do we get canceled? And then I'm like, oh, that way. Like I try and find the line. We tested on this podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we sure do. Is it like seven ways to connect it or it's whatever? It's Kevin Bacon's. Yeah, it's yeah. Kevin yeah. Bacon's seven ways to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> or Kevin Bacon. He did. What did he do? Well, bacon. It's pork. It offends the Jews. <laughs> canceled. Canceled. <laughs> And in Canada, they don't even call it that. Right. It's a strip. That says stripper. It offends the Jews. (laughs) Cancel. Cancel. Yeah, we can do it only with Jews, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can can say whatever I need. Yeah, Drew Drew classifies himself as Jewish, so he can do it. (laughs) 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 Classification. Mother freaking birthright, son. My bad, Ari. Classifies as Jew. (laughs) Classified... Uh, yeah, um, I think it is an interesting conversation to have having someone new to riding. That's right, and new to communities and new to trails have that brutal thing. What is it that you see aside from like your boss pushing you towards it, not on purpose, but I did think you would enjoy it since you couldn't roll rollerblade roller skate anymore. What do you think? Looking at it now, is the issue because there's no women. There's none. Now I talked about it before, like Phoenix. There was a lot. And, and that was awesome. There was a lot of, there was more women involved in riding. And I think in other communities there may be, but according to Philip across the board, it ends up balancing out. It's a mostly dude sport. Why do you think that is speaking for all women? Go ahead. Well, that's a platform. (laughs) (laughs) No, but why do you think, I mean, legitimately, what is, why is it that, that (sighs) it is so biased? I mean, what is the. Like Derby, I understand, is, quote, a female sport. It's considered- it is, but the only way, it, funny enough, the only way for that to really survive in this area is there tends to be a lot of co-ed teams because there's Derby is more prominent in the north yeah. where they have the track Derby or the bank, excuse me, the bank Derby. But um, I, I'm not for sure how to answer that. I, I Maybe it could go into the, you don't see women doing dangerous things scary things. I, I don't think I can speak to that because I go out of my way to do things that make me feel strong or that has an element of danger because I find it to be something I enjoy. But people don't do that. And it could be society. It could be the region we live in. I'm not for sure. Or it could just be ignorance. They may not know it's there. I mean, do you think some of it, again, as we talked about, is the intimidation factor? I mean, Dale said the best thing last time that I re-listened to the podcast and I, I laughed out loud because it's so true, which is like, here's a a lone dude standing there like, Hey ladies, want to come ride bikes with me in the woods? He'd be like, no, not at all, sir. Okay. Well in that context, 
That's what it is. Though. That's what it is. What if yes. you pulled up into that parking lot and there's not a group of guys that you can't say? What if you pull up there and you you pull the Dale Boyd card? And you're like, oh, you guys know Dale Boyd? And they're like, no. You want to, and, and what are you going to do either way? Are you going to feel uncomfortable? You're going to question you their credibility. The guy that gets on the trail before or after you, like maybe you take off first, but you is that going to make you feel uncomfortable? Like in fairness, uh, I, I realize I just, just no, 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 no. That's the Justina light bulb face. No, it, it's true because I've had like there's women that have been there that I didn't the know the women's the three of them um, that have been there that I didn't know and they would go in the trail and then I'm like man I can't just go in after I'm like that seems so creepy. So I would like wait or yeah, same. do something different. Go. You right guys don't ever line. like uh, before they go in. You don't ever consider just like talking to them. Just saying, well, hey, how often? I, also, kind of creepy. Did, but it is still kind of. It is. Always think, As I was thinking about what to say, I was like, hey, do you guys ride here often? What kind right. of bikes no, like, do you what, ride? What are we supposed we, to do? Say? Your nice tires fall off quickly. I will <laughs> say this. I'll say this as an apology. Like there was a young. I never saw her again. But there was. I did not say this to her, and I did not give her lusty eyes. But there was a young lady. You have that lusty up, eyes. All dudes have lusty eyes. You don't get to see them though. Oh, that's thank God. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, as yeah, it's like mom and dad talking about the. Um, uh, she was extremely attractive, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, she's good looking. So later on, a dude, one of my buddies showed up and was like, dude, there is a, just a smoking hot girl out here. Well, that's not fair. That was inappropriate. Right. Like I'm saying, I apologize if that girl listens. Meant she's not, but if she did, she might be of the twelve percent, or if any of. Them. But at that point, I do have to apologize because even saying that as a guy doing that, I'm literally no one heard me, but another guy. But I'm still propagating that same vibe. It's not to say that I can't call a woman attractive. Right. But that's the wrong spot to do it. At least let her leave and be like, "Did you see that girl that rode here? She was right. very attractive. We should stalk her. Where's her house?" Yeah, because when yeah, Twin Samba, please give us your address. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> No, that's That's terrible. But it's like, um, whenever you say it to... Can you my address to join something? Yes, you do. (laughs) You can leave it off. You can leave it off there. We'll find it. Um, (laughs) But it's it's like, we are just inherently like, that's our thing, right? Like, it doesn't have to be an attractive person to ride a bike. Like, I have a ton of ugly friends that ride bikes. (laughs) Right, dudes? They're all rev members. (laughs) Shout out to all you dudes. Right. But it's like just what it's just what happens, right? It's our it's also because we are you and I are close friends, but a lot of people that meet in the parking lot we're not that good of friends. So it's like he gets out of his truck, you're like, what? How how do I break the ice? Like I still want to talk to him. I right. mean, maybe I know him. Hey, dude, there's a hot girl here. Like right. it's a great segue conversation, right? Into right. anything. So, but it's not what we've got. What I'm saying is, is like, I do believe there's a little bit of response. I'm not saying you shouldn't say that. I appreciate if I go look at mountains, I go, oh my God, the view is gorgeous. Right. Same idea. I appreciate it. Doesn't mean I'm going to go. Go ahead. Finish that thought. Climb the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Or jump off. Right. But I'm going to at least just stand there and appreciate it for a minute. Point being is like, we still have responsibility that maybe we, one of the things we could do is help mitigate if it is that many dudes mitigate that culture down a little bit to be like all right wait a second move that aside appreciate him as a writer i'm just saying that that's raw Mm -hmm. like that's not stuff that we normally talk about but i don't give a shit and i'm gonna say it because i was wrong for it right because i do want to see more people ride so it doesn't necessarily fix the problem of you being intimidated i'm still a dude wearing like weird and sometimes dudes in spandex look weirder to me Mm -hmm. right but you have this person dressed up that way but I do think that down the road, and it's the same way with women finding a little bit of trust in men. Yeah. That's also a dangerous statement. That makes me uncomfortable to even say that. 
but it shouldn't be that way. So we have to find a way to get to that point so that we can actually go ride and not worry about like, oh, dude, we're going to, this is going to age like milk for some people. But the, every bicycle ride, the dude is like, oh, it's going to be a penthouse form pretty soon. Yeah. It's not, it's right? Not. We're riding bikes. Yeah. No one cares. It's gross. You're sweaty. You smell like socks. Right. You do smell like socks. That is true. But, but I I'm think, just saying we have to, it's reality. But it's the whole thing, just back to the sort of mission statement, is like making bikes accessible to everyone. I don't even know the exact mission yeah, statement, yeah. but that's it. Whatever. We like it. We're, we don't work for Sorbus. Phil does. So, but I think it's the same with women as it is for younger people. Like, I want to know why younger mid 20s people with yeah. at pure athleticism and endurance don't mount bike. Well, like, Justine's in her 30s. Well, I'm saying like it doesn't Thank just you, have to. 33. 33. It, Jesus age. It's almost like that that idea of what You're what can we Jesus. do what can we do to make mountain biking more relevant in areas that it's not yeah like our demographic is what thirty five to fifty five year old men uh yeah we've gone up a little bit higher yeah so see we're aging, we're, we're aging like, like milk. <laughs> aging like milk I was going there but it's uh it's now has been like a task of mine maybe that's my new goal is to like how can I get more bugs age people mountain biking well i'm with you and that's my point about i'd like to see do you think the women i'm sorry to interrupt you yeah, again i do I like it all it. the time but do you think that women maybe you can answer this better than for all Drew, women please all women have less hobbies than men and that's another part of it like, yes i always fight with casey about it because she has zero but it's almost like they have uh, i'm not generalizing because everyone's different like they have no drive to have a hobby right. either because they feel like they can't that's a big ex- excuse or example is like, I just don't have time for it. You have time for anything. If you try hard enough, that's why I do CrossFit at five in the morning. But it, I Every do feel there. like uh, society has driven this sort of, especially if you're a mother, you do the children, mm-hmm. like children are your thing. That's what you have. So you don't have time outside of that. Or not that this is relevant to today's age because most families, both parents work because you kind of have to, but it's still the mindset, unfortunately of like, Oh, well, now you have the house chores that you have to get done. So there's not really that freedom for you or you don't get that luxury is what I'm going to say. But the other side of it, too, is probably to go back to your first point, uh, the fear of something occurring. Uh, Maybe not always for children, but to answer your question a second ago, I guess I didn't consider. I will say that I have no intentions of riding my bike on a trail by myself for a while. Uh, now, if I were to, I would probably invest in some sort of some way to protect myself because you're surrounded by tr- it's not even like I can get off and run. Right. I would have nowhere to like brace or I mean, I could climb a tree, but you're kind of stuck. So it does have that sort of fear element of what would I do if something yeah, I happened. Get it. I've been scared of South before by myself, so I get it. So, yeah. I mean, like and for women, I feel like that is heightened. Because there is that sort of vulnerability. Like I know that I'm stronger than I've ever been before. And it's still that that fear of like if a guy were to corner me, I could not physically probably win that. Um, so wait, you're saying that males are stronger than females? I'm not going to restate my statement. <laughs> uh, the only like when you were speaking, my light bulb moment was I used to ride, um, skate 10 miles a day. I would go skate in the morning. I would go at... Um, that didn't bother you? You didn't feel like that was... But I had a moment. Like, because I went to Loxley Munici- Municipal Park, because uh, I live across the bay, has a paved trail at their park. So it's an open park. Loxley is a small community, like a very small community. It's very, very tiny. safe. 
there's crime around it, but I don't think Loxley is considered to be a high crime. Scene. I don't think so. And they have like this like baseball field, a really big place. It's an open right. area. Yeah, the park is That's very... for our friends in Canada. Yeah. Uh, yes. So I used hey. to go there and skate 10 miles every morning. And there was one morning I was doing it and a homeless guy was sleeping under one of the pavilions. And it's dark because it's 4.50 when I got there because I used to go when Jennifer went to work. Um, so I would do that and he got up and started moving and I left. Like that day I didn't do 10 miles because I had that moment of... If he were chasing me, I am attached to wheels. So yes, I can skate on this trail, but everything else is gravel. So what would I do? That's a fair point. I think uh, as you get better on a bike, you'd know that you could outrun that fat son of a bitch. Well, I mean, I could outbike them, sure. Um, But, But you are still trapped. There is an element that if you get tangled up in your bike, clipless, whatever it may be, there is a chance that you get tangled up and things go wrong. I think it's a valid point. So, so that's back to my statement of like community. Mm-hmm. So if we don't make it feel like, I think maybe, let me ask this, not asking you to speak for all women, as only as Justina, and if maybe someone relates to that, then so be it. Okay. Because that's fair. Okay, that's fair. But if we were out there, let's say it's me and Dale, you don't know us, do your best to, to go this route, and we're out there and we're being bros and laughing and do whatever we do. Um, but if we were to walk over and or see you get ready to ride, like, hey, we're going to go ride. We'll, we'll go party pace or whatever. If you want to ride so you're not by yourself, if we set it more approachable like that, like we're going to go out and ride, you're welcome to ride with us. At least that way you wouldn't be alone. If you if you said it just like that and you came up to me and I did not know you, I would probably ride with you. Okay. Because to me it feels like even if I was scared of you, I could see you. Well, the other side of that has yeah, always been like the dating thing is like if you meet at a place, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to picking somebody up. Then they right. know where you live. I would so, let you guys go first. I would right. be in the that back. Be, that's what I was about to say. So you, you guys, because I don't know. I mean, I feel like that would be the situation even if I was a dude and it was other dudes. It'd be like, yeah, you guys go ahead because I don't know your pace. You guys know each other. Obviously, you know each other's pace. You know where to go in line. And I'll just be in the back. And then by the time that we're done, I would assume we would know each other better because I made jokes to carry the whole I time that, I was I, writing. So. I think that, I think the, to all of it, even younger people mm-hmm. is making that goes back to that statement. It's, it's just making it statement. fucking accessible. Right. Like that's the key. If you don't make it accessible, it's not going to do anything. Or comfortable, comfortably accessible. Right. So the one thing to close it all up to where we were initially through the whole statement was like if somebody comes on and bitches and complains about that stuff, understand, yeah, maybe the trails haven't been as perfect as you want them, or maybe the parking lot isn't, I've had this before, isn't as great as you want it to be, or maybe it's confusing to get there. The reality of the situation is there's so many other factors that some of us are working on Mm -hmm. that some things might get missed from time to time. Instead of bitching about it, propose a solution, or at least get out there and try something. That's going to go a lot further, because guess what? You'll get out there, you'll meet people in the community, suddenly the community works, and everybody's working together. Mm -hmm. That's the bigger key, but we have to drop that stuff. Right. New riders have an advantage. They have a major advantage. They don't know what bikes cost yet. That's right. Because <laughs> when we go, when Dale shows up with that the Chrome Horse three thousand, the Chrome Stallion three thousand, Dale has to put on a show. Dale can't just. Kind I'm of sorry. Is that is that like a really flashy tag that you're driving around? Yeah, I mean it is. I've said that before. Like when I wheeled my bike off at a race, everybody stares at it, and I looked at the guys I was it with. Commands attention. Yeah, and I was like. Damn, I can't suck now. Like they thought, expect about, something like, from I you. I have a Gorilla Gravity. Yeah. I'm way over biked for the area. I wanted a USA made bike. That's why I bought it. There are only there's only a few companies that do that. Right. So I have a bike that's over biked. Somebody could look at it and see that I don't send big 
gnarly stuff that I ride hard and I ride my own way, but people could look at that and judge it. You don't know any better. Mm-mm. People see what you, you're like, oh, she's on specialized crush, plush, whatever it's called. It's a specialized, uh, chisel, it's blue it? and orange. What is it? It's a chisel. Chisel. That's yeah, it. Thank you. Cause people are like, oh, what's your bike? Oh, I don't know. It's, it looks, pitch. We don't know. Pitch. Pitch. It's pitch. pitch. It's a pitch. The only thing that we can judge you on that someone could judge you on is like, you got three gears. Yeah. I have three on one side and 11. But on the I other? think that what we've done for her, <laughs> like, okay. we've done this for her, not you specifically, but we have tried to like, teach the community to not judge people right through the whole zero drop thing yeah. was yeah. like that was our whole entire goal is like don't judge people but then again i get caught up in the whole like i hate i should take the criticism sometimes but i just don't like it when i get criticized for doing things that i'm, I'm trying <laughs> like when i'm like i'm trying to talk about like trail stuff like the community stuff is going well i think and yeah. to a certain extent um obviously we could always do more but like man just please don't this is a thing to everybody. Don't criticize your trail people and not do anything or don't yeah. offer a solution. Like you yeah. said, please just offer a solution. And I understand maybe you just don't know. Maybe you're just asking a question, but follow that question up with a solution. Like, Hey, the Dude, trails aren't, the trails aren't very clean lately. Um, I noticed, but I'm willing to go look at, look at them. Is there any reason why I should have? Uh, we've said this before <laughs> out of the rev and all in fairness. And, and I'll, say something about it in a second but in all fairness we have a rider god i hope he gets better mm-hmm. todd hall shout out to him todd had a bad wreck you know just prayers thoughts whatever you do please yeah. just send him his way he's beat up a little bit maybe listen to the podcast finally who knows um but hopefully todd <laughs> recovers very quickly but todd was like look i don't do a lot of I, I just todd has some stuff that just prevents him back injury whatever he just right doesn't do a lot of the work but todd has always said i will pitch in more money to offset that cost yeah so even that yeah. Even on your local trails, be like, hey, I've got five bucks in Venmo. If somebody will just go trim the slappers on it, I guarantee you somebody will go out there who was thinking about doing it anyway, and now they just made five bucks, ten bucks. You can contribute that way. Mm-hmm. So now that's direct currency that's going right back in. You're helping the community. That works too. You right. don't have to just take it from the IMBA funds. It doesn't <laughs> have to come. You don't need a whole trail meeting to clip stuff. Right. You can just offer somebody some cash and let them go. Well, and I think maybe I can speak for you. I'm going to anyway, but yeah, it <laughs> <happens>. <laughs> so I, married. Yeah. So I have changed my outlook on like, damn, all of our money's going somewhere else. We're not getting anything out of it. But now we've been traveling a lot. We've been doing things. We are getting something out of it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like we are getting the other trail systems. We're getting other things. Like we have to just resign ourselves to understand that we have what we have. Be happy with it. Make the community badass. And that's what we're doing. And that's what I think we've been trying to do. But I'm just saying, like, you've changed your outlook on Emba and the money situation a we little a bit as sponsor well. sponsor sent us a text. And I, had a, I know. I got that, too. I just ignored I it. I was freaking out that maybe it was like. You guys had, are idiots. I had a client call. And then that Toby sent. It was Toby from Dirt Coaster. And then somebody else. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What if I accidentally went live on another client? <gasps> oh, man. Like, how horrific would that be? Well, people watching Owa and suddenly it's like two idiots <laughs> like, we got these shirts we're giving away. And then the people watching Owa are like, y'all, they got shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we got to find that private Owa group. <laughs> Why are they called a rebellion? Let's get them. Let's get them. Um, Why do they have access? Is there anything you feel like you need to add to this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you would like to add to this conversation? I have a question. Yes, go ahead. Um, get on with it. Without being fully aware of everything you guys do, is there any sort of like 
uh, I don't know how to ask it. Like gathering of, are you interested in mountain biking? You're talking about bringing in more women, more women to feel safe and comfortable. Do you guys do any sort of meet and greets? That's not always like, we're going to go ride a trail. Cause that's a big step. What if they don't have a bike? Oh, what if they don't, what if they don't know what type of bike to buy? I'm wearing a helmet that you laughed about because it's one I had. I know it's not a good one because I, I recognize helmet value in Derby. So I know it's a, probably a shit helmet no it was fine it just it it's just, it's not going to protect my brains as well as others would i get it i had one too but i'll I get there too. i still it. have one yeah when I, st- I still have mine too i just put stickers on it so it looked like yeah it's it not a judgment in. thing it was it was it was a but joke my point him. is yeah. my point is it's like do you guys do anything of that or just riding in circles to teach people the proper way to be on their bike as a community well we as proud sponsors uh, uh, endorsed by dirt coaster academy cannot teach people to ride in circles I'm just kidding. No, I, it's a good point. So here's my thing. Are you asking that if there were a meetup that's pr- no ride just to say, hey, would you like to learn about mountain biking? Come hang out with us and yeah. then we can show you some stuff. No. And that's a damn good idea because good at idea. least then you could bring the women that do ride could bring their bikes so that people could feel different things. And they could I see that women do it. You got your bike on a on a on a happy surprise but the reality of the situation is i guarantee you if you would go ride carrie's bike for example you'd be like i'm never going back to no listen again. i've looked at everybody else's bikes and i i love my bike i will not ride anybody else's bike because i'm pretty sure i will love them oh yeah, yeah that's so that i'm gonna means. i'm gonna stick with the one my i have point is, though, if you had the opportunity i think casey's new bike yeah you know those kind of things like if you had the opportunity it's not a bad idea whatsoever so and then Carrie. just let no, people. I think it's a good idea. Get busy, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie, we're gonna need. But I think that it would Carrie be beneficial Justina. if that's who's yeah. gonna do it. It can't just be women though. No, but like, we can do it. Like yeah, we'll, we'll be there too. Yeah. No, no. Okay. No, we'll be Weirdo. there too. We can set up. Just a whole, slowly uh, walk out of the woods all together. And be like, how I many men are out I there? Guess, I don't uh, know. This is. You'll find out around the third turn. <laughs> yeah, just take a take a lap around the track, uh, lady. You might want to take some donuts though to get them away from you when they come out. Or picture Miley Cyrus. Either way. That's what does it for y'all, seriously. No, no, I think she's disgusting, but there's a certain guy named the Todd. I was like, is it Bug? I bet it's Bug. No, it's not Bug. Hey, bug Todd, likes classy Todd does this turn you on? <laughs> hey, Todd, it's Miley Cyrus, Colin. I'm on Rod's Rebellion podcast. Let's go party. You sound more like Bane. You <laughs> came in like a wrecking ball. Not nice. We are not nice people. We're like the Seinfeld of podcasting. Did you see the the, the Miley right meme that I sent? Oh yeah, it was delightful. It, Miley sounds like a DT Swiss hub. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was good. It's pretty good. So, um, yeah, that's a good idea. I actually, no, it is a that is a great idea, and I think that I've mistaken having these pancake rides and group rides as what an event. What does pancake ride mean? So I had you a... guys have pancakes? No, it was an yeah. event that we had, yeah. Just gluten-free. So make sure I'll make my own pancakes. Not right now, though, because I'm out doing Drew and See, Keto. This is, this is why we can't have women. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. But I think that I've mistaken, like, group rides as these kind of events that other people would be willing to come and, and learn about or get to know the community, where maybe it just needs to be, like, a educational thing. Like it's an open house. Yeah, an open house. It's a meet and greet. Essentially, yeah. you have questions. Well, we Come are, hang out with we us. are nearing celebrity status, so there is a meet and greet available. Oh, yeah, you get autographs. Do you, do you guys have to get sharpies, certain we'll get colors per person? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. sign Drew's name. He can sign mine yeah. on everything. It'll yeah. be great. That's the only way it's acceptable. The double D. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
I'm going to go ahead and just put down uh, Dale Boyd Sports Management on everything. It's so good. Dale Boyd Sports D-B-S-M. Management. DBSM. <laughs> SNM. SNM. Um, That's a great idea. And maybe I, we should I, test I, it. I like that idea. And anybody other community that tests it, it's not a bad idea just simply because then it does make it open for anyone. Mm-hmm. And in spirit of what we talked about with Philip last week, in spirit of what you've very been very nice, I put you on the spot, but I figured uh, you're used to I'm it. fine. Um, she's on another podcast about movies that she's never seen. I'm constantly on the spot. It's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, wow. Yeah, I can't I raise can't. my hand to that because I feel like it could almost be like a like a ladies' time joke. Yeah. Uh, or it could just be because I'm married to a woman. <laughs> just I don't know. <laughs> you just were looking for an official kid. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, it's a good idea. I think we should probably at an hour and twelve minutes now done pretty well for this oh, yeah. episode. I was a little bit fiery about it. I'm not. Okay. I mean, it's good. We, it, it directly goes with what we talked about last week. So it's we just passion. summed up. It's called passion. Yeah, we just summed up last week's podcast. <laughs> Basically, uh, if you have any thoughts, comments, whatever, head over to Ride the Rebellion um, on all the socials except for Twitter, because we mm-hmm. don't tweet. But if you want to head over there and fire it over to us, if you haven't had a chance, if you go to Facebook and join the, the private group, as we mentioned, there's cool t-shirts that are one-offs and waffles mm-hmm. to not only win the t-shirt, but also get some money for it, mm-hmm. essentially what happens. Uh, we also have, uh, we're going to try and put some limited edition content in there, so it's just for that group. Uh, lives and other things, we'll see what happens as it goes. And then, um, as we said, we're going to try this open house thing. We're going to schedule yeah, that's it a out. a good idea. Um, it does like appear it. that women like long scheduled events, though. They need plenty of time to plan. We're going to have a... In case they have the children's. you got to have a yeah. shark coochie board, probably. Yeah, shark coochie board, for sure. All of the other guys are going to show up and be like, the fuck is this? No, yeah, gonna, and then they're going to eat it. And then they're going to eat it, because it's delicious. Man, this sausage is pretty good. <laughs> right. So... Um, also, we could go to, we do have ridetherebellion.com. You can get a bunch of shirts there. Yep. You can we order did. stuff. We had, uh, We've had some shout people. out to, dang, I, I was going to say his name. I'll say it next week. We'll see him on Friday, Bill? hopefully. His name? Sir. Michael Buffer. A, it's, it's Belcher. <laughs> you bought a shirt. You bought the Chris special. I will look up your name, but thank you for buying the shirt. Absolutely. I very thank much you. appreciate it. So does Dale. Uh, and so does Chris, because that's the most requested shirt by Chris. Who only wears black. And we're going to add some other designs on there soon. So you can pick up some of your favorite stuff from there. But if you want the limited stuff, you got to join the group. That's right. Limited stuff is only going to be in our group. That's right. Short runs. Very short. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Just remember what Dale Boyd says. Help out with your local trails, damn it. 